At Liberty Financial, we're free-thinking. Not in a walk-around-the-house naked with all the blinds open kind of way. We're financial free-thinkers. You've heard of debt consolidation, right? Well, at Liberty, we don't just consolidate, we liberate. From the pressure of multiple credit cards, car loans, home loans, personal loans, tax debt, you name it. We'll look at your situation and come up with a plan to get you back on track. We call it Loan Liberation. Call 13 11 33 or visit liberty.com.au. Liberty, free-thinking loans to help you get financial. Lending criteria apply. You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. And we are back. Welcome to the podcast, Hello Sport listeners. Another podcast here, the home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Dead Hello right. Sport Podcast. Here with Eddie. How are you, son? I'm well, Tom. Very well, mate. Um, about to go to Europe, so, you know... Look, we are feeling fantastic. This is the we are recording this podcast on the eve of a of a European jaunt getaway, a uh, little mid year. Well, when you top the heat, Tom, heat rather, the, you need a little R and R. Now, that, don't get it twisted. Podcasts will be coming thick and fast. Oh yeah, they're coming. We've got a couple in the chamber. Well, there's some in the pipe, Tom. Cu- a couple in the pipe, and we we might even get one recorded while we're over there. Yeah, that's right. Very exciting. So keep your ears to the ground. Well, you, you do keep your to the airwaves? No, to the, to, no, the, to the ground. To the ground. Keep it to the ground. Sure. Uh, if you haven't heard us before, welcome. Um, as I said, home of unqualified opinion, unwavering bias. Next week, we will be dropping our chat that we had last Wednesday with the great Josh Reynolds. Hell of a man. Hell of a man. Hell of a footballer. Uh, almost one of my n- new favorite players. Absolutely. Scored a try on the weekend. Uh, was that, you know, inspired by us? Who knows? It very well could have been Eddie, and look, and he's playing hurt, Josh, and you know he's just he's class top to bottom. Oh, he's a class individual, class Tom. act. We uh, we spoke to him at these pub gigs we've been doing at the Botany View Hotel. They're all done now, but Josh was our last one. Thank you very much for coming, Josh. Thank you, Josh. So we'll drop that one next week, just before Origin. Uh, it's a good chat with him. Uh, so as we said, please enjoy. Co- please enjoy. This week, though, Eddie, before we go, we got a shitload to talk about. Origin, obviously. We'll get to that at some stage during the podcast. Soccer World Cup's on. Uh, LeBron's going to LA. Correct. Queenslander in utter turmoil. Utter turmoil. Also, Eddie, possibly the thing I'm most excited about, I think the nation's most excited about, and it's a battle of the national treasures. Jeff the Hornet Horn and Anthony Chock the Man Mundane. Oh, we're stuck this week, Tom. It's a fucking barn burner of a We're podcast. We're stuck this week, Tom. So, so clean out those ear holes. And uh, get ready to rip in. Get ready to rip in. Uh, also, if you'd like to follow us a little more, keep up to date with what, what's going on, when things are coming out, Hello Sport Podcast on Instagram. Pretty simple. Pretty simple. Let's get into some yarns. Soccer World Cup. Now, the Socceroos are out. They're gone. They're done. Yeah. But i got to say, since they have gone, Eddie... I am actually enjoying the competition far more than I was when they were in. Is that fair to say? Well, I feel like the it, we've we've entered the round of sixteen, so there's a little bit more to play for. Well, certainly, but I found that when the Socceroos were playing, everyone's trying to tell me where where a shot. Everyone's like, "Oh, what's going to happen here? Maybe Cahill gets on, maybe he doesn't." Obviously, I was frustrated that Cahill wasn't getting on. That upset me as well. But just in general, I knew we weren't going to do anything. It's we're, just it was out of dribble. It was all dribble, and I think. I wanted to talk about this, Tom. So, you know, it's good that we're here to get it off our chest. Yeah. It was really annoying. And I, I don't know if the punter and the dribbler would agree with me here, but, you know, all this nonstop chatter about how good we are. We're, we're versing teams that are like the top 12 in the world. 
we're 38 or something, and they keep crapping on like we're a shot, we're a chance. Like, you know. We didn't even score a goal. No, like a we, legitimate a, goal. We, exactly. We didn't score a goal in open play. Two handballs in the box, granted, it gifted us some fucking, some easy money. And, you know, that's about all the all the chances we could create. We created maybe one against Peru, but. Of we co- fucked it. Of course we fucked it, because execution lets us down time and time again. Because why? Because we're not that good. You know what I mean? That's the reality of it. The reality is we're not that good. We don't have players playing all around the world and if we do they're in shit beta leagues that's it like Rogic goes alright he doesn't even start at Celtic no and, and Celtic playing the bloody Scottish Premier League is, for is God's it, sake Moy, I mean, who's Moy playing for well he plays for Huddersfield Which, he's good yeah but I mean but even then yeah but it, it's still Huddersfield yeah, yeah. they're not a diamond Tom <laughs> exactly. they're not a diamond they're not threatening the APL no are they? and that's one bloke everyone else is playing second division Dutch league and shit <laughs> I mean really let's, let's be well and truly honest Honest about our, our position in the global environment. Where and was it, Tim Cahill playing? Well, he was playing some he, second division. He was playing team. like he was playing for. I think he went back to Millwall, yeah. which is like second or second or third division England. And he was struggling to get. I, game think, they, I think they're League One England. So and, that's. And- Division three. And he was struggling to get game Yeah, because he's 50. Yeah, exactly. We're, we love Cahill because he's... Timmy Cahill. He's Timmy Cahill and he's our most prolific scorer. Decorated attacker. He's our greatest scorer. ever. He's our greatest ever footballer. I mean, we're not gonna, we're not here to, to argue that point. No. That's that's, that's ticked. That's, that's in the can. That's semantics That's in the point. can. Give that man a statue, for God's sake. Like, Timmy's set as the greatest. But what annoyed me was everyone crapping on about how we're a chance. And then what annoyed me even more is when we get kicked out, all these fucking pundits writing, you know... Essays. Essays, mate. Like, you could get a doctorate off the back of the length of these things, <laughs> crapping on and on and on about what's wrong with Australian football and what we need to fix and all this shit. It's just like, mate, we, we won by making it. That's, that's it. That's it for us. We yeah. won the Asian Cup, which is essentially our World Cup. Sweet. That's in the can. That's a success. Then we go to the World Cup, and we have a, we didn't lose. Like, we lost, we but lost. we didn't get pumped. No, Do you we, know didn't, what I mean? we didn't get We drew with the Danes. <laughs> exactly. We drew with the Danes. We went down 2-0 to Peru, and we gave France, France. a bit of a... Bit of a Bit of a scare, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think that's a fucking win, is it not? Absolutely. Is that not a win? And then Ange. Ange Postacoglu has the hide to come out after we've absolutely done fuck all in the World Cup, and he's come out and now he's given his little like, oh, you know, I wanted to play attacking football and everything, but then I just quit. And yeah. like, you're like, well, I'm sorry, mate. That doesn't really cut it for me, Ange. What is, is us? Oh, you wanted to do this, you wanted to do that. Well, guess what, Angie Pangy? You had an opportunity to go to the World Cup and play that style of football, and you quit. You bailed. So what do you... Because you, you couldn't handle the pressure. Because you weren't, you weren't, weren't made of the right stuff. The pundit's job is to, is to rip on you and put you under pressure when you're not performing, Angie. Mate, uh, Angie Pangy, can I remind you as well, mate, you were put un, put through the ringer, so to speak, because you had one job, and that was to qualify us for the World Cup. Admittedly, you did it, but it looked for a while there that we were fucked and we we weren't going to make it. We after to go we, a long way. After our bloody nil-all draw with Thailand, for God's sake. Don't, don't get on your high horse now. Of and course so, people were pissed off of by that. Of course we were pissed off. Couldn't get a W against fucking Thailand, mate. I mean, really. Well and surely, Angie Pangy. <laughs> sort it out. Let's <laughs> be real. For God's sake, man. You can't come back now. When, you know... When the dust has settled when and the we're out of the World Cup. And there's no pressure on you, old boy. So if one more fucking bloke tells me what we need to do to change this Or system, what we could have done to do better in this yeah, World Cup. I'm going to lose it, mate. Yeah, I'm a, done. A, you don't know what you're talking about. And, ne- and B, neither do we. And me, no, neither do we, but I can tell you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> At least I'm honest about it and so say I've got no fucking idea. And, you know... Like, just people coming out four days later. Who was it? There was um, Simon... Uh, not Simon Peacock. Uh, 
Arden Peacock, he comes out like five days later being like, oh, you know, I've had time to calm down and all this shit. It's like, calm down from what? Our we- loss to Peru, who's like a top 10 side. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. What are you coming down from exactly? You know what I mean? It'd be like us losing to America in gridiron and just going, look, I need a couple oh, of days. Geez, I need a couple of days just to really... To fucking really calm oh, down from Jesus. this one. I am fuming. Oh, I'm ropeable. I'm absolutely fuming. Or taking on Canada in ice hockey and going down. Oh, Jesus. You know what I mean? No one gives a shit when we don't go any well at the Winter Olympics. No. We go over there for a giggle. That's it. We, it's a bloody... we have a bit of fun and we clap the boys on. Look, it's they... a junket. It's it, a junket. You go over there and have a bit of fun. You bloody you shake hands, kiss babies. Yes. Go and hang out in Baby Russia for a bit. Baby kissing stuff. That's it. The boys should be over there rooting and enjoying themselves. <laughs> Russian Tinder. Russian Tinder, having a bit of vodka, relaxing, yeah. seeing the sights. The Red Square. Sampling the cuisines, Tom, all yeah. that stuff. All that shit. So, yeah. well done to the Socceroos. Well done to the Socceroos. Hell of a tournament. I think you did well, boys, really. <laughs> but, you could know, have, look, but back to your original could point. Could have been a few more goals, but whatever. Back we'll to your go. original point. Has, has, are we, do we feel a little more unbridled as a well, nation? Yeah, I, I, think can, so. I can loosen the belt. You know what I mean? I can oh, yeah. loosen the belt a little bit, sit back and go, I'm just putting, I don't really care now. I don't care. I'm just enjoying football. Mm. I'm just enjoying football for football's sake. And that's, I don't often do that, Eddie, because let's be well, honest. Well, every four years, Tom. Every four years. Maybe a Champions League final, but you know. You know, there or, there, or an Asian Cup. Or yeah. Whatever, Asian Champions League, whatever the fuck it's called. Asian Cup. Um, but I think uh, I watch Croatia and, and uh, Croatia's my new team. That's who I'm going for. Yeah. I'm sure. on Croatia to win it. But again, couldn't give a shit. Sure. Now, what I would like to bring your attention to, still in the world of football, Eddie, is people uh, having a go at one Cristiano Ronaldo for showing his legs. For looking good? For looking for looking good, essentially. For looking good? I feel like, is it sour grapes, tall poppy syndrome that we're it's seeing? It's absolutely yeah. tall poppy syndrome, Tom. We live in the nation of, of tall, tall poppy syndrome. I've never seen There's a tall man. tall poppies all over the I've never joint. seen a man with more defined quads. He's in phenomenal, Nick. He's 33. Well, 35 even. And he's, he's got the genetic... It's, it's like 35, but has the like, genetic makeup of a 22-year-old. Well, I th- hang on. We'll get up Ronaldo's age. We'll get up Because I think it's important. Well, to, to give context to the situation. When you when you yes. see the man's thighs, they are not the thighs of a, of a 34-year-old man. 33-year-old man, whatever his age. He's 33. He's 33. So, look, he'll probably go around to another World Cup. It's not well, like Portugal have anyone better. Cahill's he'll done be, it. He'll be fairly long in the tooth, but are well, we ruling got, it out of a fifth? He's got 23-year-old quads, Eddie. You wouldn't rule him out of a fifth. He's got 23-year-old quads, no, Eddie. No, he's in phenomenal, Nick. He's still the be- one of the best players. Well, him and Messi, best players in the world. Exactly. So uh, And they're, they're both over 30. Sour grapes, 23-year-old quads. Looking great. Legs and and so what if he if he gets his quads up when he's taken a taken a, a free kick? Seems to work. I mean, did you see his free kick in the first game against Spain? Look fantastic, wizardry stuff. Wizard. I mean, the man's a genius. And you're going to have a crack at him. And you're going to have a crack because he's got phenomenal thighs. He's he's the picture of physique. I mean, I wouldn't mind if he took his pants off. Take him off. Maybe it'll help him kick. Well, have you, ta- you seen him take his shirt off when he scores a goal? Yes, I mean, of course he's I have. Phenomenal, Eddie. Nick. So all this all this rubbish about about poor Ronaldo and his short shorts. I mean, let the boy live. And when you're the best in the world, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. i give you that tip. He doesn't answer to when you. When you've won five or six Ballon d'Ors, you can wear the sh- whatever shorts you want. Yeah. Exactly. Shorts optional shorts at that op- point. Sh- All right, Eddie, let's get into rugby league. There's a bit of origin around, obviously. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if we're really talking origin right now, a sweep surely must be on the cards for New South Wales. We haven't swept since 2000, Eddie. Haven't swept since 2000. Only done it twice in our history, in our storied history of origin. But I think under the current climate of New of Queensland, a sweep's almost imminent. Got to think we're due a sweep. We're due a sweep. GI out with a broken finger. Ponga with a fucking cracked hammy. They brought DCE back. I think he might owe us a thank you. DCE, thank you. Please reach out. Feel like yes. Feel like you're sending it. Yeah. 
So we'll just we'll just take we'll that. just take it. Um, and so they brought DC in uh, again. Love the pick and stick mentality of, que- of how quickly Queensland abandoned that shit. Uh, Drop Benny Hunt. Pretty big call. I mean, huge up, call. Benny Hunt was up against a red hot team. I mean, he was up against a, a dynasty like side in New South Wales. And yes, he, he he made some poor decisions late. I think he'll put his hand up and own that. But you look at that, you compare that, you know, their pick and stick mentality, which they used to have, which is all but gone now. Two games, you're off. See you later, champ. I wish we had that with with Mitchell back in the day. Well, yeah, I mean, we didn't sort of. We had a pick and stick mentality, but it was it was that for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, you know, do the same thing and expect a different result. Definition of insanity. Yeah, and <laughs> let's just co- let's just copy what Queensland do, except for the fact that we don't have three or four immortals. No, exactly. So I mean, you, maybe you do credit Queensland because they have gone. Let's not do what New South Wales did in the darkest years of their history. Yeah, so, let's not let's not let's not do as the New South Welshman did. That's probably the best blueprint because we don't want to go eight no. No, we don't want to go eight no. I would have been happy with him to to have kept Hunt on. Well, I think so. But DCE, I mean, has he ever won an Origin game? Uh, I don't know if he's won. He, he's won a series, so he must have won a game. But he was playing off the bench, I believe that is the case. Right. Now, New South Wales, we basically picked the exact same side, but Freddie did listen to us. We said, great to pick Matt Pryor, give him a go. He's, he's, he's Gillard-like, apparently. But... Let's not pick him again. Let's not pick him again. Like, he didn't really do anything. Well, look. Good on him. You know, like... You no, know, well done. You don't, be- ring. you don't begrudge an aging cement block making his way into a team full no, of bricks. No, he's doing his best. Cement trying to trying to mix it in that brick world. And power to him. Power Good to on him. Matty Crack. Got the ring. That's did it. what he needed to do. Showed his face. Got a now, now got it got it ticked the box so to speak and now you're twenty and now man. and now you're off now you're twentieth man you're in that sort of you're in the squad but I mean let's... so good to good to hear Freddie listening yeah keeping an ear to the ground tuning into the podcast fan of the podcast love to have him on at some well be soon Freddie be soon Freddie um, as far I mean outside of that Kevy Walters looks like he's literally gone more bald this this series I saw him in a press he's in conference trouble today Kevy his hairline is getting absolutely worked and mm. it's purely this series that's done it to him. Um, on Queensland, just this sort of wraps in amongst it because obviously every one of their good players has deserted them this season. Outside of GI and Billy, who have you know stuck around, happy for Billy to be captain in his final game. But mate, there is a real there. It's a big yarn going on right now around Cam Smith, Cronk, and Slater beefing. Yeah. Oh yeah, beefing. Well, for the punter and the dribbler that didn't see the footage after the Storm played the Roosters, Roosters on the weekend. So Cooper goes through, you know, after the game, post-match, and he's slapping all the boys down. Slapping them hard. Oh, he's slapping them. There's hugs. There's there's a couple of arse grabs in yeah. there, for God's sake. Ra- you, could, you, could, you could consider randoms to Cooper. Well, you know, mate. blokes he's never met in his it life. He was getting homoerotic at some point. Oh, shit, in terms yeah, of, in. Such was the nature of the, of the slaps. It was man. passionate stuff, Tom. I mean, not out of place in a homoerotic film. No, not out of place. no. But and beautiful, nonetheless. Oh, it's artwork, Tom. It's art. And then he arrives at he arrives at his old friend uh, Cameron Smith, who and- he's played four grand finals with. Eddie, he's won multiple. He's won two World Cups with. He's won Origin series with. He's done everything. He's played three hundred plus games with Eddie. Uh, and then handshake couldn't have been less homoerotic. Couldn't have been less homoerotic. And you could tell. And I like to think of myself as someone that has you know, av- above average sense of Social- body language. Yeah. Okay. And you could tell that 
It was ice cold. Cameron was looking for a little bit more yeah. and didn't get it. Yeah. It was Cooper that brushes him more than more than Cameron Smith's brushing Cooper. Yes. So Cameron sort of goes for a slap on the back, but Cooper's already gone. He's Cooper's off. like, fuck you, fuck mate. Fuck you, mate. Now, now, is it because of... Is it because he missed his wedding? That's the yarn. That's one of the yarns. It's certainly... Apparently... And, I mean, this isn't like... I've got some inside word. I'm pretty sure this has been heavily reported in the Papieros. Uh, so Cameron was dirty at Cooper for the way that he um, handled his I'm leaving Melbourne shit. You know how, like, Cooper came out at the start of the year going, I don't know if I'm going to retire or if I'm going to change clubs, but I won't be with Melbourne. So there was a bit of a song and dance around what Cooper was going to do, and it dragged on for a little bit. So apparently Cam was dirty at that. So what? He said he's not going to be with Melbourne. Who cares? It's a professional game. Come on, Cam. Mate, I'm moving for love, Cameron. That's it. He's moving for love. You can't, you can't stand in the way of love. No, you can't. Nor um, should you. No. Silly. Silly. So so there was that. And then at the end of the season, Cooper's getting married to the love of his life. You know what I mean? The, the woman that he's leaving Melbourne for. Mm. And Cam apparently had a holiday booked with the family, refused to, refused to come to the wedding. Which is pretty dodgy. It's a dog move. It's hugely dog. Now... A is, wedding? They don't roll around every day. No, you have a holiday. They what? don't roll around every day. It's a bit, it's a, you know. Let's be honest It's as a profession well. of love. Let's be honest. It's not like Cam Smith can't afford to reschedule a holiday, Eddie. No. I don't think, it was a, It was an Australian holiday as well. It wasn't like he was going to the fucking Bahamas. Like, it wasn't like, oh shit, we paid for flights. But even still, mate. He was going down to a Voca or no, something. No, but Cooper would have said, listen, mate, my wedding's going to be in and around here. Keep it open. Yeah. You, 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 don't, go, you don't go booking a Voca holiday. He would have put in a save the date on Facebook yeah, or something, Of course he would have saved the date in. And I, know, I, lo- I love a Voca just as much as the next place. A Voca's a great place, Eddie. I love the place. It's a sleepy beach town. Yeah, go there all the time. But even I wouldn't brush a Voca. No, I mean, you would I, brush. Even I would brush a Voca for my mate's birthday. I mean, fucking wedding. <laughs> well, all over the place. <laughs> birthday even. Hang on, let's be honest, though. If you had a birthday, it'd be, let's say you're turning 30, you got a big shindig yeah. on Yeah. I'm brushing a Voca for a 30th. I would have hoped so, Eddie. 100%. Without a question. Let alone me marrying the love of my life. Let alone you marrying the love of your life. I mean, what kind of man is he? What kind of friend is what, he? What... Well, he's not a friend of yours no, or not. mine or Cooper's. Hey. Not behaving like that. I'm deleting your phone number. That's the first thing I do before the wedding even kicks and off. Co- okay, let Cooper is an operator. He's a general. He's meticulous. Yeah. He leaves no stone unturned. You're telling me he didn't put a save the date in. Well, well in advance. Uh, is that what you're telling me? Is that what you'll have me believe? Right. No way. I'm not buying it. It's not like, oh, oh no, your wedding that you've you've only just told me about overlaps with my holiday in two weeks' time. No, nah, bro. No. The, the invites went out six months earlier. The save the date was nine months earlier. You, you're a fucking... You've played a shocker, <laughs> Cameron, a if shocker. it's true. And you've, 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 for what? A Voca? For a and Voca? we don't even know it was a Voca. It could have been Beagle or something. Yeah, it could be something like Adelaide. Beagle. Who knows? It could be something well worse than a Voca. God. I mean, that's that's cream of the crop stuff. To lose a friend over as well. Oh, Jesus. Now, is that it? Is that it? What was, what was Billy's... Body language like with Mate, Cooper. No, Billy and Cooper are rock solid. Oh, Billy, they're money. Billy put up a photo with Cooper hugging him. So proud of my mate. Blah blah, oh. blah blah. Apparently, Billy and Cam have got some beef as well. Apparently, Cam's fucking everyone off. Oh. And what was? Do you tr- reckon he's pissed off about the wedding stuff, or or is if? Kate, okay, what I'm getting at 
And I mean, we're just we, we're diving into some NRL rumor here. Oh yeah, yeah, which yeah. I love. Yeah, of course. I mean, well, you mean you mean the the NRL soap opera? Oh, the soap opera. Come with us, punters. You mean my version of the Kardashians? It's the male Kardashians the yeah, NRL soap yeah, opera. Yeah, it's fantastic. Now, think about this. Let me paint you a picture, if I may. I, theater of the mind stuff. Theater of the mind. So let's say. Let's use Streddy, right? As well, who the fuck does that? No, to no. us. No, no, okay. I'm just saying a good friend of Tom okay. and ours. So I'm painting a picture. We're going to paint a picture of you so using I, my, our friends. Your wedding. Yep, my wedding. Your wedding. I attend. Yep. Street doesn't. Yes. I don't know if I'd be as filthy with Street as you would be. No, of course not. So that says to me there's a little bit that there's something on. else is going on. Yeah, Billy can't, angry Billy can't just start brushing uh, Cam. Cam because he missed Cooper's wedding. No. No. I don't think so. No. Nah. So there's a bit more. That's what I'm saying. Well, the report's Eddie, and someone said this to me today, which I thought was a good point, was just the whole, the general drama between Cooper and Cam and Billy is being reported in both papers, right? So like Buzz Rothfield, Danny Widler, both sort of reporting it. Now, usually in that journo world, there are soap operas that just go on in rugby league, but there are like inter-journalist inter soap operas. You know, so one journalist might write, you know, there's a bit of beef between Cam and Cooper. The other journo might be like, fuck, you know, some papers are reporting there's a problem, but I've spoken to them and they're rock solid. They're both reporting that there's dramas, which leads anyone with half a fucking brain to see that there's probably a shitload of truth in this. Now, obviously, Cooper and, and Cam's dramas seem to stem from a save-the-date issue around a wedding and an evoke a holiday. Sure. As we've just As thrashed we've out. just thrashed out. But Billy and Cam, the yarn there is, is that there just seems to be, the thing that I was just, a general distancing of friends, and Billy doesn't know why. <laughs> Billy's like, what? what's going on here? Why are, you, why, are you, why are you pushing me away, Cam? I thought we were friends. Now, obviously, there's something more there, Eddie. I don't know what that is because I'm not in there in a sanctum, sadly. But I'm hearing... And you know my sources. Oh, you got sources. I mean, if anyone's got sources, it's you. Apparently, there's just a general breakdown of friendship, which is which is concerning to Billy because Cam's an old friend. Well, he's an old friend. They and, and share a birthday at the exact same age. Exactly. And Billy Billy treasures his friendships of course with all he his does. boys. Of course, and he that does. was that was supposed to be or said to be closer than everyone else because of the sharing of the birthday, because of the history, because they'd come up together. Yes, they'd shared everything. Had Billy and Cam thick as thieves, thick as thieves, uh, brothers from other mothers. Tom, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. I've heard that term used. Yes. So it really saddens me to hear that there may be a, a, a distancing of the friendship. Yeah. I'm not prepared to say that it's because of time or some sort of, you know, internal mental battle that either of them might be facing. You know what I mean? No. It, there's something's happened. Something's happened. Something's happened. There's a catalyst. I'm not an idiot. No. You're not an idiot. No. Neither's the pun at all. The dribbler. No. Well, maybe the dribbler. The dribbler might be, but the <laughs> pun is certainly not. <laughs> the pun is not. <laughs> now, we know that something's happened. I don't know what that is. But when we hear it, you'll hear it. That's it. That's all we can promise. That's all we can promise you. But if you hear it, tell us too. Yeah, that's it. Reach it's out. It's a share of information. <laughs> it's, a <laughs> it's a network, punters, dribblers. <laughs> you know who would know. You know who would know. Who? Thurston would know. Oh, JT would be across it. Of course he would. You don't think GI knows as well? But keep your eyes on JT. See how he acts. He's a, he's a, good, he's a good judge of character, JT. One of the all-timers. Yeah. One of the he's sold sold of the earth, JT. Yeah. Absolute sold of the earth. All all football. Oh yeah, an out and out rugby league footballer, Tom. Class. See how he behaves around Cam. That'll give us some insight. That'll give us some real insight because you know that JT doesn't like picking sides unless he has to. That's one thing we know about JT. That's one thing. <laughs>
And that's Origin. Hello again, Sydney. I'm Li Lin Chin. Remember, the train line between Epping and Chatswood is now closed, so it can be upgraded for the Sydney Metro Northwest. In the meantime, there's Station Link, a high-frequency bus service that takes you from station to station on seven different routes. I know it's a big change, but there's light at the end of the tunnel. Plan your trip. Visit transportnsw.info. Authorised by the New South Wales Government, Sydney. Uh, Jack Whiten, have you heard of him? Heard of Jack, yeah. Jack's uh, currently been suspended from the NRL. Uh, I just want to get up Jack's rap sheet and just find out what he's been charged with. Been stood down or suspended? Uh, I think he will... What's the difference? Same thing? Yeah, what's the difference? Or has he been deregistered? No, no, not deregistered, Eddie, please. Uh, Jack Whiten admits to assault and public urination in Canberra CBD. Uh, Stood down from this... Well, he's bloody cleaning the joint, Tom. Yeah, exactly. He's cleaning it. (laughs) He's he's apparently he's got he's 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 fucked up someone in in Canberra. What and pissed on him? Well, <laughs> I don't know. Surely not. I don't know if he's given the man a a good bath after he's fucked him up, or whether it's just a clean the blood off his noggin. <laughs> but so he's he's been to the courts. Jack's been to the courts, mm. and he. The Raiders are refusing to sack him because the Raiders have a storied history of sacking naughty boys and then they just pop up at another club and win a premiership rebellion. So, yeah, but hang on. Jack Whiten's not your Todd Carney nor is your, your, your Dugan or your, or your bloody... Yeah, but what? There was fucking Joel Monaghan. And yes, Joel Monaghan played Origin in Australia, but that was... Yeah, but Joel had to go. Well, yeah, Joel... <laughs> I mean, Joel, Joel had no. peanut butter all over his genitals. <laughs> Joel was... Joel needed to be shown the door. No, Joel, I'm, not, I'm not sitting here defending Joel. <laughs> what I'm saying is, why are they defending Jack White when you're letting go of prodigies like bloody... What they're saying is that they've been burnt by letting go of Ferguson and Dugan and that before. So what they want to do now is help rehabilitate Jack. They're going, we'll suspend him, sure. We're not sacking him. Oh, that's very Ricky. Yeah. Ricky wants to help him get better. Ricky's a helper of people. Yeah, Ricky's a... And Ricky's, we love that about Ricky. Ricky's a man manager before a coach. You that's know what right. I mean? He, oh, he wants good people. That's right. He wants good people and then good players. Love Ricky. Love that. No, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that's a bad idea. But also, Eddie, I mean, we've, spent, we've said this all year on this podcast. I mean, does anyone stop and think about the promotional work Jack's done for the game in Canberra? Because is anyone talking about him? Not really. Until now they are. Raiders star Jack Whiten pisses in the street. Mm. I don't think that's so. I mean, the assault, yeah, sure, it's not great. Pissing in the streets, nothing to turn your nose up at, really. As you said, well, could, could it, do could do did, wonders for well, him down but, there. Did the was the article was the headline not Jack? Uh, you know, league star Jack White and court cleaning city, <laughs> court taking out the trash. <laughs> Might have been bloody clean up Australia Day or something. <laughs> clean up Canberra Day. Everyone get outside and piss on something. No? Well, look, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't rule it out. Um, no, we digress, though. We You're digress. right. You're absolutely right. Jack's out there busting his ass, doing a lot of promotional work for the game. The Cam- Canberra have been nowhere this season. They haven't been in a single headline, I don't think. No. Not to my mind. No. Can you remember one? I couldn't at all. Couldn't have you watched it. a Canberra game this year? Not unless Manly's playing. There you go. So a Canberra would were, were down and out, so to speak, in terms of rugby league headlines. Yeah, they probably tried a couple of things. Try to try to play the good boy angle. 
The good boy angle doesn't get you anywhere in rugby league. I'll give you no, that tip. No. It gets you absolutely nowhere. No. We've got a fascination with bad boys in this country. We love it. Why do you think no one cares about rugby union? Not enough bad boys. I mean, Dugan and, and Fergo on the roof chugging back bloody cruisers. cruisers. That was front page news. Flipping off everyone. Flipping off the world. Exactly. So we love, we're, we're fascinated, infatuated with these yarns. Jack, you know, form dwindling. Well, Could you say? Yeah, I, mean, I mean, he's been a bit indifferent, Jack. Look, I mean, you don't think... I don't think he's... I mean, he was... I think at some point he earmarked for higher honours. I don't know whether he'll get there. I don't know. He's still young-ish. Might but, have seen him. Might, but maybe he saw his career as stalling slightly. And needed to sort of kickstart it. And thought, maybe I'll give this a bit of a boot up the arse. Yeah. So he's out there at work doing his best. Um, and I think there should be some sort of remuneration structure for this for this sort of work that trying to work could we work it is it it'd be outside the salary cap bonuses could, would you, could, bonuses? you work, could you work it into the salary cap like we're going to sign Jack on $300,000 a year what and then it? we want to sign him on 200000 outside of the cap and that's going to go to promoting a game what about headline based bo- uh, bonuses that's it so look P- like per, per column inch yeah exactly so here's your contract this is within the salary cap. This sits within inside the salary cap. If you want to be proactive, if you want to be out there getting into your work, doing a bit of extracurricular stuff, yes. then you will be remunerated. Yeah, absolutely. To the tune of maybe 10000 a column inch. I mean, I don't know the numbers of the figures, Tom. I don't know what the co- what sort of reserve we've got in the copper. <laughs> we also aren't. We were never going to be tasked with working out the... No, the, we just come up, with the, that, <laughs> we come up with the ideas. That's what the big wigs in Moore Park do. They thrash out the minutiae on the deal. They listen to the podcast we come up and with the they incorporate it. We come up with the ideas. Barry Hall, Eddie. Barry. Barry. Barry's had a shocker. Oh, Barry. Barry's played an absolute shocker on the weekend. No point going into the, the specifics of what Barry said. I think a lot of people are probably already across it. If you're not, you're living under a rock. Metaphorical, Metaphorical or otherwise. Um, so he's, he's calling the footy for Triple M, or at least it was the give pre-game. It, well, why don't you just give a bit of okay, a... Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll set the scene for you, punters, dribblers, punters. Dribblers. So, Triple M, I think it's the Triple M AFL call team. I think they're in the pregame, and they're just sort of shooting the shit, filling up time. Probably got half an hour to fill before kickoff. Now, Lee Montagna, who I'm assuming is a former AFL player, I'm not au fait with the former greats of AFL, but he's in their call. I'm assuming he's a former player. I'm assuming he's. Sounds like an NFL player with a name like that. Anyway, Lee is regaling the listeners and the boys in the commentary box about how his wife, who's heavily pregnant, is has been going to the doctor to get... A, a, a procedure done known as a sweep. As a sweep, which is where I guess they're just checking everything mm. is okay. Yes. Making sure that everything's A-okay, A-okay. for the impending birth, birth of a child. Yes. And that requires them to be down near her private area. Yes. Using, I believe... I believe... Tools some, and hands. Yeah. Tools and hands. I believe using hands Look, and Look, he was, a, he was a gynecologist, I think, so you can assume from that that using he's... His, he, was, he was using his hands. Yes. Now... Already, I'm I'm a little confused as to why the fuck we're talking about why 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 this topic's coming up. Obviously, your wife's pregnant, she's having a baby. That's very exciting, exciting news. We can be talking about that, but to be getting into the real nitty gritty of what's what's going on here, I don't think Lee needed to drop the nitty gritty. I don't think he did at all because um, he's because he's led he's led poor Barry down a, a forbidden path. And, and I mean, look, look and, Lee, and and no Barry, one, no one here is is making excuses for Barry because we all know Barry. Isn't a big thinker. I think that's already Not a well great established. Thinker. I mean, wasn't a great thinker on the field. I mean, prodigious talent. Oh. Could kick goals for days. Take marks. Hoisted the premiership trophy in 2005. I mean, no one's no one's having a go at his credentials and what he's done as a but, footy player. But not a not 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 known as one of the great thinkers. No. So so Lee's led him down a path of 
real, really bizarre territory. Well, I think, I think, I think because such was the nature of the comment in and around the doctor's use of digits on his wife during this medical procedure known as a sweep. Barry's forgotten where he is. Barry thinks he's at the pub. He's had a couple of schooners and he's he's about to get into some work. So he's he's seen his opportunity. I think he's trying to get a laugh to to get a cheap laugh. And and you know what? That that, that, that there's a couple of problems here, Barry. Firstly, it wasn't funny. At all, not even at the pub. You know what I mean. If you hear that, you're just kind of going. I mean, you just kind of it's it's off. You know what it's, I mean? off. It's, it's off. It's off. It's off. It's really off. You're like, oh fuck. Okay, so it wasn't funny. Barry, not a not a big thinker, not a funny man in general. Also on live radio, Barry on live radio. Yeah, people family listen, channel, pe- family channel. People love AFL. People listen to AFL. Family middle channel. Middle of the day. Middle of the day. Um, and. In the current climate as well, Eddie, the topic itself was very inappropriate. You know, if you said if you just said something inappropriate about fucking, you know, yourself even, you're pulling your dick out or something, people might you might get a complaint and people go, Yeah, that's fucked up, Barry, you can't say that. But also the but in the in the current climate of a, of the world mm. to be dropping that fucking joke, Barry, is just <laughs> a shocker. So like, well, it it shows no situational nous whatsoever. No, it shows a c- complete lack of nous. I mean, even Lee, as I said before, he, even he got pretty close to the line, really close. close to the line. And He's if, he wasn't, if he wasn't talking about his own wife, you'd be in deep shit. Oh yeah. That's the, I think that was the saving grace for Lee. Well, but then no, Barry comes in over the top and, like a, and goes goes full Barry Hall. Yeah, yeah. if you think Lee was going to get in trouble, it's that hold my beer. Barry's coming in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barry is going to shake the foundations of the commentary box yes. with an absolute shocker. Now, Triple M had to fire him. Fair call. Big call. Had to fair go. call. Fair call. He didn't even see out the shift. They got him off. Yeah, like, no, no. They marched away. him. They were uh, like, next ad break. Can you come in here, please, Barry? Uh, just want to play this back to you, Barry. Now, what do you what do you think about that? I mean, I'm sure Barry was acutely aware of what he'd done. And oh, he would have been. I'm, I'm assuming he was a sweaty mess. Yes. But I will say this. A just, sweaty mess. Just off the back of all of this, because Barry's a fucking idiot. But I also think... I do feel sorry for him, though. I, I, think, I think the outrage in today's society is never measured. It's always like, it, it always has that really extreme end where people are going, he should never work in broadcasting again. He should never, and you're like, we really, are we really saying that this man should never be able to like work, like to ply his trade ever again because of this thing? Like, yes, it was gross. Yes, it was inappropriate. Yes, it was all of those things. But also, like, he's come out and he's like, fuck, like, I realise what I've done. Everyone said, yeah, he's apologised. Everyone said fucked up shit from time to time. No, maybe not like that. But everyone's said fucked up things, inappropriate things, or done something stupid, done something they regret before, and I just don't think that you want to fucking crucify a man for the rest of his time on the planet. You know what I mean? No, it's ludicrous. No one's, I mean, no one with half a brain's actually saying Mate, I'm telling you, he, you, you no, check know, social media yeah, shit. But what did I just say? Fucking, what did I just say? Yeah, Anyone with half a brain. brain. You know what I mean? Those people are running on pure emotion running on the fact that they can say whatever the fuck they want from behind a keyboard. I don't think they'd actually say that to him if they met him in the street. You should never work again. Some would. Some would. But other people just, half of them, I just think, say it for a rise. There's absolutely no way that he should never work again off the back of that comment. No. Yes, it was fucked up. Absolutely. 
Yes, he should have got fired. But to say he should never work again is ludicrous. Crazy. He'll pay his dues. He'll yeah. go away, lick his wounds, so to. to speak. He's got it. He'll, Probably he'll not get... a great use of terminology, just given what he said. But, you know. That's... Well, look. I mean, don't you get too particular now, mate. <laughs> Fucking hell. But you know no, what I mean. Look, he's got to go. He's got to go do his time. He's got to go, you know, toil the fields, as it were. Yeah. He, you know, he might have to pick Get back up... to some hard yak and maybe go run some oranges again, pick Barry. Up, he might have to pick up a shovel, Eddie. Get on the tools. Yeah. Who knows? No, look, I mean, nothing like working under the hot Australian sun. That'll get you humble. Now, obviously, uh, Jeff the Hornet Horn, the national treasure. Well, the national treasure. He got, he got spanked by Ter- Terence Crawford a couple well, of weeks I, ago. Well, outclassed. Yeah, outclassed. Outclassed was our Jeff. Yeah, look, we didn't see it coming. We thought Jeff was tipped for maybe Muhammad Ali's status in a couple of years. We thought he was on that sort of trajectory anyway. Well, he's on he's on Australian Muhammad Ali trajectory. Well, yeah, he's on that Bradbury trajectory, I think. That's you right. know what I mean? That sort of, he'll do corpies for the rest of his life. Yep. Certainly, the time I beat Pacquiao. That's it. Got a book coming up. A couple of books after that. Yeah. The time I beat Pacquiao, one through three versions. Yes. Well, Pacquiao, the time I beat Pacquiao at fifty. Yeah. Uh, but he's he's set for another chapter in in the book in the storied history of the Hornet, uh, the National Treasure. Jeff the Hornet Horn, the National Treasure. Uh, and this chapter is going to be the time I fought Chuck for a shitload of cash. Love that. Love that. Two National Treasures. Now, how many times has Chuck retired? Well, I don't think he's ever officially retired. But, but like, I mean, well, boxers I'm, I'm going to retire after this fight. Well, so I think we've thought he's going to retire because he's got, like, KO'd by someone. And then, you know, okay, well, no. Oh, whoops, he's back. So there's been a couple of times where I think we've thought Chuck was done. And then Chuck has... Run out of money. Well... Has, yeah, because because now Chuck's talking about basically there is a there is a legit fight on the cards uh, between Horn and and Chuck. There's photos of Chuck rocking up to Glenn Rushton's house. Chuck's fucking uh, super slick, de- slick uh, smooth dressing trainer. That's right. Was they was was Mundane pictured with the Dolphins? No, unfortunately they didn't get a picture with the Dolphins. But there was a photo of Mundane and Glenn meeting up for it to sort of hash out the the details. Yeah, of it. sure. Um, That'd be a money spinner. Well, big time money spinner. Well, I'm looking forward to that. I'm Two national treasures it. duking it out in in some RSL somewhere. Battle of the National Treasures. Uh, T- Dubbo Tout is the location. Yes. Cannot wait. Dubbo what, footy club, we reckon? No, Just- Dubbo RSL. Dubbo RSL? Yeah. Yeah. The glitz and glamour of the Dubbo probably RSL. Upstairs, probably upstairs in the Macquarie room or something. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Is that a good? Is that a nice setup up there? Yeah, yeah, beautiful setup. Yeah, good. Have they got? Have they got like a, a PA system and all that built in? No, I think there's. A, I think they've got a built-in PA system. Um, Do they have to share a dressing room at the Macquarie room? Is that like? Is, do they just use the toilets? Yeah, they're just just the dunnies. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> so they just sort of. No, no. So there'll be blokes in there. Yeah, you right. You can get changed in the urinals. There's plenty of space. Um, plenty or, of space. Or in the in the cubicles. So, yeah, do well, you turn the cubicles into a locker room or something? Yeah, maybe the cubicles are a locker room, and then is Chuck? Maybe Chuck's in the disabled or the women's. Okay, yeah. So, well, that's how you'd have to set it out, wouldn't you? Yeah, someone in the men's, someone in the women's. I th- yeah. Look, I mean, semantics really. Uh, the Macquarie room could could handle could it. absolutely handle absolutely. An, an event of that esteem. Absolutely we could handle an event of that esteem. Now, I mean, we can get a couple of chairs and get some chair, buy some chairs from the bowls club. <laughs> That's not a problem. Okay. We can get a couple of school, uh, a couple of TVs. We can wheel them in from from the local primary school. Right. So just if you can't get a full view yeah. of the ring, so you, we got the the old analog TV set up in the. Oh, corners. good. Okay. We'll get. I've made. I've actually. We can probably get a couple of fucking extension Projected. cords as well. You know, just if we go to some extra power points. Lighting. Now, what's lighting like in the McCoy room in the double RSL? Well, look, we'd have to look into lighting. Um, 
But I'm not ruling out people just using their iPhones, Tom. Oh, so just maybe... Just for a bit of mystique. Yeah, right. Okay. You know what I mean? That could be nice. That could be nice. Maybe some lighters, light a few matches, candles. Candles, Because, I mean, you want to save maybe, money to make money. Or maybe we just get we just get your, 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 conventional, your conventional desk light and just put coloured cellophane over the top of them. There we go. Just to give the there bit of ambience. Yeah, this is like a thrifty pay-per-view. Yes. Now, Look, and, and, the, the, and the benefit of that, Tom, is that you're saving a bit of money to put back into the fighter's pocket. That's it. That's it. Up the purse a bit. Yeah. You know? I mean. yeah, Instead right, of really. being five grand, we could have a six, seven grand purse. This time. could be something we can work with. Something That's exciting. Right. Something really exciting. Something for somebody to go on a holiday. That's with. right. Now, uh, in terms of catering, Eddie, uh, the, the 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 what what is on offer there? So, uh, do they provide food, finger foods, or KFC we... around the corner? There Happy to go. help. KFC, we get them on board as a sponsor. Get them on board as a sponsor. Fried chicken for everyone. <laughs> Popcorn chicken to the winner. Um, I think it's money for jam. Absolutely, money for jam. And maybe a drink special with tickets. Uh, drink special, well, obviously a ticketed system. Uh, there'll be a meat, meat trays going in between every round. Uh, some of T- Dubbo's finest ring girls on offer. Absolutely, well, well, from the local footy club, I'm assuming. Obviously. We get the local girls. Well, you get, you get the local, you get the, the Dubbo. Women's Dubbo's, first grade side. Well, <laughs> women's first grade side. That's right. The Dubbo Rhino's first grade side. <laughs> Perfect. Absolutely perfect. I think we're onto something here. Yeah, too. okay. Well, this is exciting, Eddie. Now we've got a fight, Eddie. Now, now we've got a fight. Now we've got something we can sell to the punter and the dribbler. Perfect. Um, and then, obviously, for accommodation, they can stay over the over the road at the service departments. <laughs> so um, we, can we work that into the price of the ticket, though? I think that's important. That's right. I think we work that into the Travel price. packages. Yeah, and maybe we talk about lighting. I think maybe we get someone to live stream it on their phone to the pay-per-view. You know what I mean? If we go someone on Facebook, Facebook Live. Live. Facebook Live, and that's the pay-per-view. Yeah. Uh, look, semantics. Yeah, mate, this thing's right but, itself. But I, but I do think we have a blueprint here that that's just going to print money. Uh, thought it would be remiss of us not to touch on the biggest sporting story of the day. Yes, the King, King James, King James, LeBron James. He's left Cleveland, leaving Ohio. I can't imagine why. And he's going to the glitz and glamour of Hollywood. 154 million US. How big is that as an NRA, as an NBA contract? Is that huge? It's big, yeah. I think there's bigger. There's yeah, bigger. Right. But that's, it's, that's big. He gets endorsements out the ass anyway. So Most it's not necessarily about having... He's already got a fuckload of cash, obviously. But, but like, the endorsements he's going to get in LA right. are going to be out-fucking-rageous. Yeah. I mean, we're comparing, we're comparing Cleveland and Los LA Angeles. here. Yeah. The glitz and glamour of Hollywood, yeah, right. baby. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You can't compare the two. No. So he's off. He's left. No surprise to anyone. Cleveland is a bit of a shithole, isn't it? It's an absolute shithole. That's the podcast, Eddie. Enjoy Europe, my friend. You too, Tom. Uh, we'll, we'll, we will be doing a podcast from over there just via, like, you know, the interwebs at some point. So we'll drop it in. Um, again, if you want to fucking get in contact with Hello Sport, get us on Instagram at Hello Sport Podcast. If anyone out there knows Angus Crichton, please get the man to reach out. We've been dying. Reach out, Angus. To do a podcast, reach out, Angus. And we will be back first week of. August. Yeah, we're back legit first week of August when we got a couple more guests lined up. Um, and Josh Reynolds next week on the podcast. Hell of a man, hell of a footballer, hell of a footballer. So until that time, punish dribblers. It's been a pleasure. Uh, and we'll speak soon. Goodbye. Farewell. Could you two just not talk anymore?